Okay, welcome to the According to Sources podcast. Once again, this is your host, Andre Williams, and I am joined by Rob. Rob, say hello to the What up, peoples? What's become a running joke in According to Sources. <laughs> I know it's been a long time since the last time we did a podcast, and I know we say this every time. Wash, rinse, repeat. I know this. <laughs> I don't... <laughs> I don't need, I don't need no co-signing, uh, no head nodding and, and approval. I understand that we do this every single time, and you know we make the, you know, the, the promise that we'll do this a little bit more. But I promise this time, we're gonna do it a little bit more often. Um, as far as today goes, we and uh, it, it's been like three weeks since the last time we did a podcast, and um, obviously there's been a lot of things uh, going on in sports. And we just wanted to get into a little bit of it and give our opinions of uh, topics. Um, no guest today. It's just me and Rob. You know, somebody else would just get in the way. So, you know, let's get to it. Um, all right, Rob. Yo. What'd you say? All right. So, we both live in Chicago for the time being. Um. We've both lived in situations where we we don't necessarily live in the house that we use as our address. Is is that fair to say? Yeah, it's pretty fair. You mean for school purposes? For school purposes. Now, were you trying to get some competitive advantage? <laughs> by using a different address than the one that you actually stay at to to go to this go to a particular school, or or, or were you trying to get into a better school? Trying to get into a better school. I didn't want to go to the schools around my neighborhood. What schools are in your neighborhood, Rob? Well, on the two different occasions when I <laughs> I did that, uh, let me see. For high school, it was Finger. Yeah, that's a great school. It's great. <laughs> uh, Finger, um, let me see, Calumet. Uh, was it Calumet? I guess it was called Calumet High School. Okay. Um, you know, a faculty was shot at or whatever. Got a little like, faculty get shot. Over there on like 79th. I used to stay over there. Um, and the other time I did it was because I didn't want to leave my eighth grade graduating class. Okay. I, I moved, so I didn't want to. I didn't want to go there. I was out. So much like me, well, I'll tell y'all, the two schools that Rob uh, gave in his, you know, his area, they're fucking terrible. They're, they're terrible schools. Like you said, it's like like you said, a faculty member in that school and and, and Calumet got shot. No, no, I mean the movie faculty with Usher. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I'm, t- I'm talking uh, about not, not 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 faculty. I mean, what was it? Light it up, I think. Light it up. Yeah, yeah, light it up. Yeah, that was real life. That they were actually. A- <laughs> <laughs> that was a reality show. It was reality. Yeah, that was, that was reality TV, and it, like it was well ahead of its time. But it wasn't a particularly good school to begin with, and, and neither That's was. Why I chose it? Shit. Yeah, and neither was Finger. Um, the school in my district was Harper. And anybody who's listening to, you know, if you if you've been in Inglewood, 
from Chicago. You know Harper is in a particularly good school. I don't even know if Harper still exists right now. Um, that's how bad. Like that's how bad it, it was. Might be disbanded. Yeah, it might be disbanded. I mean, it was one of the worst schools in Chicago um, by far. And that would have been a high school. It was either Harper or Lindblom, and I didn't want to go to either one of those schools. So I used a different address than where I lived to to go to a better school. Now I'm saying all of the, all of this to say this. Do you think that the Jackie Robinson West Little League team was a super team? Do you think they did what they did with the intentions of putting together a super team with three guys outside of their district? Well, no. I mean, and then I, I think they didn't they say it was four. Okay, four. I thought it was three. Okay, but let, let's let's give them four. I think How many they people? said one was from South Holland. South Holland, Lansing. And then Lin- uh, Dalton. Linwood and Dalton. So you're missing Linwood. Okay. Like basically on the edge of like fucking Indiana, basically. <laughs> now, how many kids play on a baseball team? I have no idea. Is it safe to say that it's more than four? <laughs> <laughs> it's probably a good assumption. Okay. So you're telling me that those four kids outside of the district is what made that team a super team? Is that is that what they're telling me? Hey, according to your boy, your boy Jan or whatever the fuck his name is. Is that what I'm supposed to believe? That it took four kids to make a super team? In his in his defense, he said without those four kids or three kids or whatever it was, that he got to be thirty something to three. Exactly. And not, like, and not 43 to not 43 to 3. Like, you know, I don't condone what's happening to that to that gentleman and, and you know, and concerns to the death threats. But he had to know that if he did this that there would be some backlash like, to like, him just let his family. Let it, go, bro. let it go. Like why didn't he just let it go? You know why he couldn't let it go. It's like it's not like they beat like you I can see if it was like, you know what, our team could have beat them and we could have been the ones going to They didn't um, stand a chance in hell to, of uh, to Williamsport. We could have been the ones there. But your team had no shot. But you got you got the brakes beat off you because it's not like you were gonna like, okay, Jackie Robinson West was a team that was standing in your way like like you were the eighty nine Bulls and they were the Pistons. Like it wasn't really like that. Like they were like the ninety six Bulls and you were like the Toronto Raptors. Like they were just going to stomp on you no matter if they had those four kids or not. Now a lot of people are saying that okay, okay, maybe his motivations behind it were um mostly just revenge because they got you know, they got their ass kicked. But I think that the vast majority of people that are going above and beyond to say that it was mostly just rules, I don't think that the people who really believe, who are, are saying that, actually believe that. I think a lot of it is racially motivated. Um, you put up that post on Facebook that showed, you know, that it's only been three times in the history of the Little League World you Series. Know, and I haven't even logged into Facebook to see you what. The response to said <laughs> even was. I haven't either. I just saw it. It is like it's only happened three times in the history of the of the Little League World Series, and every single team has been all black. Like there's something to be said about that. Like it is. Like, are you trying to say that those are the only teams that cheated? 
it, it is. And then, you know, some people would quickly point to, I think, the team in, like, Georgia or whatever that was stopped. Completely different situation. Or they even went to William to uh, Williamsport it's before they even got situation. there. It's not even – it's a completely different situation because that team got stopped because there's a certain amount of uh, kids at a certain age you're supposed to have. Like, I think you can only have, like, maybe five 12-year-olds or maybe three 12-year-olds or something like that, and they had, like, eight. Like that's a le- like that's a legitimate problem. Like that right there is a competitive balancing issue. If you have more older kids on your team, of course they're going to beat the younger kids because they're bigger, stronger, faster. They could you know do the things that you need a team to do. They could do it better because they I mean they have more strength. They're mm-hmm. older. Like that makes sense. But to have four kids out of a whole team be the reason why you think that this is some sort of a super team, like all black people have like these special powers, like we're all fucking mutants or, or or something like that. Like we could just jump out of the building. Everything is like magical about black people when it comes to sports. Like I, I don't really think that there was anything malicious, not and then even from the coaches. I think that like we like we spoke about it earlier. They had a group of kids that had played baseball together for a few years and they didn't want to have to not play together. It's simple as that. Like everything isn't like some maniacal evil situation where a guy like we're, oh, we're gonna put together a super team. Like, it's like, <laughs> it was like those those movies what was it? It was like uh like blue chips or something. <laughs> like they have forget like they had those Jackie Robinson kids in the room that you take money. Like it's not like that. <laughs> like that's not what happened. Like they had a group of kids that wanted to play baseball together, and like I, I, I've been telling people who, who've never been to Chicago, if you come to the city of Chicago and go to our park districts, all of the diamonds are like destroyed. Real shitty. <laughs> so where are these kids? Shitty or non-existent. Where are they playing baseball at? Please explain it to me. When most of the people that even the coaches were like, a lot of the coaches in that league were saying they didn't even have a, a team. And they were okay with the, the players going and playing for Jackie Robinson West because otherwise the kids wouldn't have been able to play baseball at all. Like, And, and then the, the thing that's even more ridiculous about it is they accepted the zoning map that they that they uh, gave going forward, but they what? didn't go... But no, but didn't go back. No, even next year, the same zoning map can be used next year. And the year after that, and the year after that, into perpetuity until they change it again. <laughs> they just couldn't use it for this year. Come on, man, just use your brain. Just use your brain. Like this isn't about baseball. That's not a baseball thing. That's not baseball. Yeah, people- I mean, just the the whole thing stinks, man. It is it it, it reeks of, of you know of, of racial and how you cannot look at it and go. That's the funny thing, you know. You want to bring me all these? Well, the rules are the rules, garbage nonsense. I, I and miss me with that. Like I said, all right, because I understand that the rules are the rules, but you know, what's good for the goose. I mean, come on, man. I'm I'm just telling you. you I go just, back and start, you know, looking at everybody else, everybody, you know, and seeing that kids were out of the zone and all of that stuff. You know, like it, if, it, if you find. If they go back and do that, and they find a kid that was an inch out of the zone, then those that team needs to give up their wins. Chances are, it, it's it's happened multiple times. Like go and investigate everybody. Don't just investigate these black teams, and the black teams are the ones that keep getting caught, and like the devastation has happened to these kids. Like they won. Las Vegas didn't win shit. 
How you gonna give them? Now I tell them they can take that trophy and shove it up their ass. Like, what, no. are you serious? I, I tell them like this, man. Like, look, you want this? Uh, you want this trophy? You gotta, you gotta come and get it. Yeah, you gotta come get it. If you can get it, if you can get it for my kung fu grip. (laughs) (laughs) Otherwise, (laughs) back off, bitch. (laughs) Like that, that to me, I just, um, you know, I I don't, I don't. I I tell, I said it on Facebook, and I've said it to a couple other people. You know, everyone talks about following the rules and rules being rules and, you know, it's cut and dry until they break a rule. And then everything becomes super fucking nuanced. Like, well, I did it because of this and I did it because of that. But whenever somebody else, it's always, well, the rules are the rules. But if somebody, if a cop gave you a ticket for jaywalking, you're going to be like, come on, man. Like, what the fuck? I'm grown. I'm mm-hmm. jaywalking. Like, you know, cut, like you said, miss me with the rules or the rules shit. Because everybody says that until it's them with, 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 the, with the foot on their neck. I, and I think it's. I think that's wrong. I think. Um, I think people should be a little bit more open. I think that. I thought that the Little League World Series um, organization should have been a little bit more open. I mean, it's not like the entire team of, of 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 players were outside of the district. We're talking about four guys. Do you really think those four guys make the difference? They they won that. They won. Yeah, according to Chris Jans, it did. Well, we'll see how much longer Chris Jan has a job and or a life. Because I people, haven't heard I haven't heard much of the backlash from his his little situation. Like what's going on with that? Ah, they, the, the Evergreen told him not to bring his ass around there no more, or at least until he calms down because he's getting death threats. No, I mean as far as him using uh, players outside of his district. Ah, uh, you know, uh, but, but you know that lady came out and said that's what they were doing um, just a couple of years ago. That's what I'm saying. That's yeah, but you, but you know you ain't gonna hear nothing about that, Rob. Come on, because <laughs> it's all right. Because it's all white. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean that, man. I don't mean that, child. I'm just joking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but for serious. <laughs> uh, but you know. I think I think we, we we touched on that as much as we we could. I'm I'm tired of the of the rhetoric. I'm tired of the discussion. And that's all it is is rhetoric at this point. Now I'm tired of, of listening to people, you know, listening to 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 us talk about this. <laughs> and I, I won't go no I won't go no further than to say that. All right, All Star Weekend, Rob, just passed. Was this the most exciting All-Star weekend we've had in a while? Yeah, hell no. Why would it have been? Because they all suck. <laughs> I don't know. I don't I don't go into an All-Star weekend expecting anything than what I get. I you thought know, I tuned in to as much of it as I could. I missed honestly, I missed most of it. I missed the, the celebrity game, which I usually I, oh, I don't watch it at all. I never I usually it. I usually watch it. I mean it's usually entertaining to me at least. At this point, it's become the Kevin Hart show. Whatever happened to the Rock and Jock? MTV. I don't know. MTV don't want to do it no more, man. They just want to do real. They want to do reality TV. My ass. That used to be. That should be fun. Yeah, they need to put a three-point line or a twenty-five-point line, and uh, like put another ram on top of the ram. Like, yeah, they used to be fun. But uh, I don't. All of that. uh, I called the ass end of the three-point contest, which uh, I guess was okay. I miss most of that. I, I called Curry catch on fire that last round, and then I called 
your boy, um, your boy Zach going. That's what made it. That's what made it exciting for me. That's what made it one of the more exciting ones in a long time. Because I don't remember. I mean, the dunk contest was okay last year, but what was I, I, don't, I don't know. Last year didn't do it for me. <laughs> like, when was the last time we had a really good? Like anybody just come in and is like, okay, that guy wins a dunk contest, and you know. He, I mean, the, the the dunk contest the last few years has been more about the theatrics. And I'm glad they got rid of anything. And you know what? Some of the years when it was about the theatrics didn't bother me. Where it was okay, where it it did okay for me. Where it was like, all right, that was cool. The whole Nate Robinson and um Dwight Howard thing was cool back before we all hated Dwight. <laughs> before we all couldn't stand him when he was on the Magic, before he got he started getting people fired. You know, I, I was cool with that one when he came out as Crypto Nate or whatever it was. That was dope. Well, other than that, your boy bringing out the choir and jumping over the the, the, the front bumper of the key. That was the, the last good uh, That was the last good uh, dunk contest. It, it's like it was good up until the lead up, and then he dunked, he dunked over the, the front bumper. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> like, ooh, like <laughs> he brought a choir, he brought out doves and elephants and a, and a circus. Hey man, he knew he wasn't about to do shit, so he had to make it look good. Um, I thought that I thought Zach was awesome though. I thought I mean Old Depot with the five forty, that was awesome. Yeah. Um, but Zach would you know everybody saying he understands how to dunk, man. You can tell he knows how to do it. Like he once he gets to the the top of his dunk, like he he throws it down with force, and that's what he was born. That's what he was born to do. He was literally made for a dunk contest. A lot of these cats had good dunks, but like you get to the top and you kind of lay it in. It's like that don't excite the crowd. You gotta throw it down, like your boy Bill Walton say. That's because Zach was like still going up all yeah. of his dunks when he was dunking yeah. them. Like he did. I mean, I went, that behind the back dunk, like I've seen it, you know, multiple times. But that's like every time I see him do it, like it seems like it's, it's new. Like it's it's that exciting, and I mean I know he was going between his leg on every dunk, but and people are saying that, but I'm like, do you realize how fucking difficult that is? Yeah, that's, <laughs> just, that's just a complaint. Complain. No can, can you go between your legs on your couch? Yeah, <laughs> like, I mean, come on. That's just everything. Every everybody's so cynical nowadays. Everything is meh, 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 eh. No big deal. Oh, yeah, yeah. not me. I was looking at that shit in awe. Like I can't believe yeah, it. That was crazy. Is doing this and not only doing it like the majority of the time he was doing it on the first try. Mm-hmm. Like, he wasn't out there missing this stuff and nah, like okay, I'm just gonna off the balance between my legs. Okay, off, I'm just gonna run off the balance behind my back. Okay, like he had shades of Vince and and mm-hmm. what he was doing in the way that he was doing it. Um, bravo to that kid. I look forward to him winning the next five slam dunk contests. He's only, <laughs> he's only 19 years old, man. Like, he's not even in his athletic prime right now. Like he usually hits your athletic prime at like 22, 23. He's still, he's still gonna get stronger, which is great. And he might get taller and longer. Like who knows? He's only 19. This is, this is outrageous. Um, did and you man, watch the game? The game, the game was the game. I called. Most of the game. Oh, so did you watch it? I was, yeah, I was flipping back and forth between that, and you know, I was trying to watch the SNL uh, 40 joint because I was hoping to see if Eddie was gonna come out and be the original Eddie. Nope. And it pissed me. It, it pissed me off because I kept flipping back and forth, waiting to get to it, and then they bring him out. Basically, as a little tribute. He said his piece, and he went and sat his ass back down. <laughs> <laughs> they said his prompter, his teleprompter broke, and that's why he. Uh... 
he, he didn't really do much, but yeah, but still, it, it wasn't. It was nothing was planned. I mean, it was a, a, a teleprompter for him to say his his piece. Yeah, yeah. Eddie's not funny anymore, man. Just let it go. I uh, think he, I think he is. If, if he fucking try, he don't try anymore. Yeah, that's that's why he's not he, funny he, anymore. He, he counting that damn uh, Shrek yeah, money. If you was a million, if you was a millionaire a million <laughs> times over, you wouldn't be funny anymore either. Like shit, I don't need to be funny. I'm counting all this goddamn money. But uh, I, I watched the I watched the All Star Game, and you know, missed the end of it. Something, something just felt like it was missing. You know what it was? Kobe. That was well, yeah, was but yeah, that too. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it was for me. It was missing Kobe. That too, but it, it was the crowd. The crowd was super dead. They was in what? New York. They gave all them tickets to all them corporate people. Because, I mean, there's no excitement whatsoever. Even a dunk contest, unless it was your boy Zach. Other than that, no excitement because you got all these corporate big wigs in there with their legs folded. It's like the UC on a regular night is what it was. I was, saying, I was waiting on you to, uh, to, to take Cause your ball. Because you know I can't, you, 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 <laughs> yeah. ball, I can't stand it. Oh, my God. I can't stand it. I cannot stand it. Uh, I was waiting on you to take your regular dump on the United Center crowd. Because it's the just... United Center crowd. <laughs> Is one of my pet peeves. It drives me nuts. They are, they're the quietest crowd in all of sports. So like they just that. What's going on? Everything is like meh, meh. until it's like the last three minutes of the game. It's like we sure we already down by five, man. Like what? <laughs> we do we and we got a deficit going into this quarter. What the hell are y'all doing? Like yeah, like Mike coming out? No, oh well, okay. Wake me up when this is over there. <laughs> Can I get some more nachos? <laughs> <laughs> this that's Chicago. That's the Chicago crowd, though. They we spoiled, man. Spoiled. It's, it's, it ain't no more. I, I tried to tell somebody this a while ago. There's no more blue, you know, blue collar Chicago. Like that shit died years ago. <laughs> There's no hard work in Chicago. Like Chicago is, you know. And if they do, they, they don't. They don't. They don't go to Bulls games. Yeah, they don't go to the Bulls games because they go to Blackhawk games. Yeah, because you could probably get those for a little bit cheaper than the Bulls game because Jerry Reinsdorf, uh is he's gonna get his 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 money no matter what. Make him pay, make him pay ten percent more. Shit, <laughs> <laughs> luxury tax. What? <laughs> Spend some more money on the White Sox. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but the All Star game it, it was just missing something. Like I said, for me personally, it was missing Kobe. Like you know, Kobe is Kobe is my. You know, I've you know I go back and forth between Scotty being my favorite player of all time and Kobe being my favorite player of all time, and I like them both for two completely different reasons. Like I love Scotty, you know, because it took it takes a special person, and I think he's underrated. And it takes a special person to 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 take play that the, back play seat, the, play the back seat, yeah, yeah. Because Scotty, in his own right, could I mean he showed it, he could have did more. Mm-hmm. But he realized, like it takes a special person to realize that what's best for the team isn't necessarily what's going to be best for you, like individually. Like a lot of people can't deal with that. Kobe couldn't deal with that for an extended period of time. And Scotty did it for like almost his entire career. And not to mention, I just loved his game. It was a selfless game. You know, he was basically a point guard, a 6'8 point guard. That play small fort with his mentality, but then he was able to do all the other things that you want from a small fort and a shooting guard. Like that. That's why I love I love Scotty. Uh, Kobe, I love Kobe because he's just like first of all, I love like underdog stories. 
And I felt for like a long part of his career, he's been an underdog in the sense that people hate him for whatever reason. Like a long time, people really, really hated Kobe Bryant because he wasn't Michael Jordan. And a long period of time, I was one of those people too. And then it was like, I just started watching him play. And I was like, wait, this dude is just fucking outstanding. Like, he, he has all the skill in the world. Like, who cares if he's not Michael Jordan? Yeah, that, I don't know. That, that don't bother me. I mean, like, he's Kobe Bryant. Like, and there's a point, he's hit the point in his career for me personally where, like, I don't judge him against Michael Jordan. Like, he, to me, he's just Kobe Bryant. And, and you get to, like, he did that, they had that interview thing with him yesterday. And you get to listen to him speak, and you realize, like, as much as he is like Mike with the basketball mentality, they are nothing alike. Like, he's not nearly as psychotic as Michael Jordan is. <laughs> like, Mike was a fucking nut job, man. Like, did you hear something? Did you? You haven't read some of the stuff that I posted uh, today, have you? Okay. What? If, like, you know that there's like, so I had no idea that there was some ongoing beef. Or like a uh, competitive thing going on between Mike and Scotty for years. Like I knew they weren't the best of friends. I knew they had their issues, but I never knew what the issues were. This dude Mike was like competing with Scotty because apparently Scotty got his meat is big, man. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so this dude, this dude Mike was jealous. Oh my god! So like apparently Madonna used to pick Scotty up like all the time. Like all the time, like have them picked up in limos and like with pools in a limo. And Mike used to be jealous of that. And he'd tell Madonna, like, oh, I can satisfy you better than he can. And she was like, no chance. And Mike would get upset about that. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck am I listening to, man? Look, 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 look. So, and then when they had, when they had kids, right? When, you know, baby, because baby, they both have sons. And I think Scotty has a son that's around the same age as Mike's um, youngest son. Mike like had a bet. Him, Mike, and Scotty, and, and Horace had a bet. You know whose son had the biggest meat? <laughs> like Mike was so competitive that he was like, "Okay, if my dick ain't bigger than yours, my son's dick is bigger than your son." And he had like they were. He was competitive with Scotty about that too. Like that. That was the one thing he couldn't beat Scotty in. Apparently. <laughs> This is the greatest shit ever, y'all. This nigga Mike is a maniac. Exactly. That's exactly what I put. I was like, this dude is fucking psychotic. Like, why are you going to get mad at this man because of his meat? Like, what? Oh, man. Like, what, what, what are we doing, Mike? Oh, man. <laughs> like, like, this is what you, this is what it is, Mike? You, you mad at me because Madonna won't be? Like, this is, right, this is man. They got they got surgeries. They got pumps. <laughs> like, they got go do what you got to do, man. Leave, 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 leave me if I <laughs> leave my meat the fuck alone. <laughs> Get off me, man. Let's, let's stop. Let's stop fucking talking about my goddamn meat, Mike. <laughs> All the goddamn time. I think it was Johnny Bach who was telling these stories. Um, nah, Mike would have gotten in so many fights with some of these new cats, man. Just, you just know what? So much shit just wouldn't fly with the these with these new age characters. I, just, I know that. I know that. I see that he probably would have gotten into a bunch of fights, but something tells me that Mike can handle himself. I, he probably can. That's not my point. My point. My point. <laughs> he had to fight all. The time. He had to fight all the time. <laughs> I'm sure he can, especially considering all his teammates is going, you know, jump to his aid, you know, at the, at the very, you know, thought of somebody even going at him and trying to touch him. AKA, imagine, AKA Will Purdue. Can you imagine Mike palming somebody's goddamn face today? He's like, <laughs> like mother. 
motherfucker. <laughs> you remember when he uh he got into that fight with uh I can't remember who it was. Somebody from was it Cleveland? No, 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 no. Yeah, it was Cleveland. Somebody from Cleveland, a white dude. Um, it may have been Danny Ferry, and Danny Ferry was scratching him, and Mike just grabbed his hand, like grabbed his face with his hand, and like Danny Ferry is a big dude, but Mike's entire hand was like wrapped around his head. Yeah, I'm he like, huge hands, dude. Big ass catcher's mitts. He's about to <laughs> rip that dude's face off. Um, but um, yeah, Mike is a real weird dude, but um, he's obviously the greatest basketball player of all time. And you know, I was talking to some people today. You know about that, and like I think people people remember ninety six, ninety seven, ninety eight, Mike. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And to me, that's a lesser Michael Jordan, hey, right? After after being out. But I would take that Michael Jordan over any basketball player to ever play basketball. Yeah. Like, and it's not even really close. I take him over anybody. So that just goes to show you just how great he was. Because I think people remember that one, that Jordan, and forget that he was probably the most athletic basketball player to ever play basketball. Yeah, in those earlier years, yeah. Like he, that was like everybody. I mean, like, like, he started to beat people in those later years of smarts, being smarter. People are like enamored with LeBron's, like his his athleticism. And all of that, but it's like I think they said Mike had some, like Mike's vertical was like five or six, seven, eight, maybe ten inches. Like he could jump like out of the fucking gym. Like Levine was so fucking great last night, but I I think Mike's vertical was even bigger than his and bigger than Vince's. I think Mike had the the most ridiculous, like the the highest vertical rating in like the camps like of all time. It's like sixty-four inches or some shit. Like this dude could jump over, <laughs> jump over the fucking human being. Um, but I think people like really forget that. I think you could like he's one of the only basketball players, like super great players, where you could drop him in the game, like in any, you know, from nineteen from the two thousands, two thousand and tens, all the way to now. You could drop Michael Jordan like in basketball right now, and he would be the best basketball player in the world right now. And, you know, I think it's a disservice to him when they put people in the same category with him. Like, LeBron is great. Kobe is great. Ain't none of the motherfuckers touching what Mike was. Not, and it's not even really like, like, Darrell, I was talking to my <clears throat> to, to my brother. He was like, Michael Jordan is like fucking Paul Bunyan or something. Like, if you didn't experience him, you know. He yeah, might, you don't really understand. You really don't understand it. Like, it's only like him. Babe Ruth and, 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 and like Wayne Gretzky, like if you didn't live through that time, you would you like you really don't understand just how great they were at their sport. Like I don't know how great Babe Ruth uh, was, but people seem to tell me all the time that he was completely unstoppable. And that's how it is with Mike. Um so what's your favorite Mike memory? My favorite Mike memory you know, whenever I think back to old Bulls games, I always think about Bulls Knicks. It was all, it was always like a crazy slam them, drag them out game. You know, I mean, everybody know about the championships. I mean, you you've seen the the highlights done to death. You've seen the push off. You've seen the last shot. You've seen them jump in the air after hitting the shot against Cleveland and all of that. 
I think about the games against the Knicks. Like I, I wouldn't miss those. Like because like, you know these cats are gonna get into it. Like somebody, somebody gonna box because you got Starks out there doing his thing. He out there driving everybody fucking nuts. And you got you got Scotty ducking over there over everybody. Crazy. So whenever I think back to Mike, I, I think about them old New York Nick Bull games where they were just this fighting and like some throwing punches and all of that. The games would always be close. I think <clears throat> I have two two moments in particular that I always that I always remember. One is actually a move. And it, it is against the Knicks. It's when he goes baseline. Everybody knows what I'm talking about when he goes baseline. Yeah. And the way his feet move, I don't like I don't know if they put like if he put ice skates on, he was on ice at that moment, but like your feet aren't supposed to move like that. He wasn't even like walking or running anymore. He was literally gliding on the floor. Mm-hmm. And then he went around and dunked the shit out of Patrick and got the foul. Like, like I'll <laughs> always remember that move. And it wasn't even like the dunk. It was the way his feet moved. And I've never seen another human being's feet move like that without ice skates. Never before in my life. Um, the other moment was also against the Knicks. It was um, like, you know, Scotty was coming off of... Um, and everybody thought you could rough Scotty up and get him off his game. It wasn't really the case anymore, and I think uh, the Knicks had had Xavier McDaniel, and Xavier had gotten in Scotty's face. They were kind of pushing Scotty around, and Mike, and like Scotty was uh, talking shit, and Mike came and moved him out of the way. It just headbutted uh, Xavier McDaniel. It was like, ah, fuck your ass up. I'll remember that for the rest of my life. I'm like, that was probably one of the first times in my life, like because we're talking about like '92. Maybe ninety three. I can't really right. remember. Um, I was ten, nine or ten years old, and I was like, "Shit, Mike is a motherfucking." He he got up in that dude's face like, "God, kick your motherfucking ass!" I'm like, "Oh my god!" Like, like this dude is fucking awesome. Like, look at this dude. <laughs> like, you don't like you don't. I don't remember seeing Magic and Bird, you know, get up. Like, I'm like, this dude is a real ass nigga, man. You know, he, <laughs> like, he just like anybody else I've seen, you know, hooping on Marquette Road, you right, know, behind right. the church. You know what I'm saying? We, we playing on two two rims, and the rims aren't even facing the same way. One rim is facing east, the other rim is facing north and shit. Like, you know, like <laughs> they know you playing on crates. Yeah, playing on crates and stuff like that. I'm like, and like that's they just the stuff. Me, they just call me king of crates. <laughs> put me on, get me on a crate. <laughs> like I saw that, and I'm like, you know, that like Mike is like a real ass dude, man. Like that, my respect for him. Like obviously they'd already won championships. I love Michael Jordan, but it was a different respect. Not only that he got in that dude's face, that you know him and Scotty had had this competitive you know, careers with each other, but to him, that was still like his little brother, and he was like, wait, wait, motherfucker, I'm the only person who can push him around. You ain't about to push him around. I'll kick your ass. Leave him alone. You know what I'm saying? I thought that, I thought, I always remember that. I thought it was, you know, I thought that was awesome. Um, so we didn't, went through JRW, we went through Mike, we talked about the Kobe interview a little bit. We weren't even supposed to talk about that. I got that in there. <laughs> he talked about the All-Star Weekend. We got a couple more things that we want to talk about. These are a little bit more touchy, you know. Everybody's so sensitive. I, you know, I was talking to some people about this as well. The most sensitive people in all of media is sports people. Sports media 
is the most sensitive bunch of people. Like they 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 make their careers critiquing people, criticizing people. Every move, every word. <laughs> and the second someone says anything to them about them, they lose their fucking mind. Mm-hmm. Like you know, you had um, you had KD over the over the weekend, and you know, he he. He kind of laid into the media, you know. Someone had asked him a question, and the question was, you know, something he's uh, apparently he's just getting tired of, of, of listening to. They asked him a question about uh, Scott Brooks and you know uh, his job and you know the security of his job. And anybody who knows what's going on with the OKC Thunder, you know, we all would have expected them to have won a championship by now. And so, you know. Yeah, or get back to another championship, which is something they haven't done. So in that aspect of things, they've, you know, kind of underachieved. So people expect that, you know, the Brooks should be gone. So they're asking him questions about Brooks. And, he, you know, you get those questions every day. And if you really have an affinity for a guy, sooner or later that shit gets on your nerve. And it got on, it got on KD's nerve and... He basically just, you know, he kind of flipped, and this is what he said. You know, you guys don't know shit. <laughs> like, I could end it right there, but he did say some more. To be honest, man, I'm only here talking to y'all because I have to. So I really don't care. Y'all not my friends. You're going to write what you want to write. You're going to love us one day and hate us the next. That's part of it. So I learned to live and, and I learned to. I learned that I have to just deal with y'all. And why can't that be taken at face value? Why can't it be that? You know, why can't you look into that and go, all right? So somebody is apparently wrote something that you know on multiple occasions. Obviously, this is this is just come out of nowhere. On multiple occasions, that's you know made this guy feel this way. So you know why is it? You know that he, well, he's turning against the media. You know, he's nah, he, he's just tired of people writing what they want to write. Flipping stuff around and, and and what did they then they call him out last? Um, I think we may have lost Rob, but I think what he was about to say is he was about to ask if they um, they called him out last year, and I think um, one of those guys has said that he uh, I can't remember what the writer's name was, but he said something along the lines of uh, Kevin Durant, you know, basically saying that he's underachieving, he's not doing what he's supposed to do. He's not a leader. I think they called him a ten man, or said he didn't have any heart, or some some along those lines um, during the playoffs when um, I think Russell Westbrook may have been out, and you know he he was doing whatever he could. I mean, obviously he was tired. He was doing what he could, but it just wasn't good enough. And the dude called him out. But this is a guy who constantly criticizes him and Russell Westbrook like all the time. So I think it was actually the the one that we're talking about is the same guy that Russell Westbrook was like I don't I just don't like you, <laughs> like this is the same guy the one who who constantly calls them out about things and you know you get called out in the media every so often or all the time and then you hear your coach you know get called out all the time and sooner or later you you snap. Um, the the thing about it is you know you the, these media guys they they want the access. They want to be able to ask them questions and be in their faces and be in their lives. And, and then they get upset when those guys want to do the same thing back. You know, like, okay, you want to ask all these questions. Well, I want to get you want me to be honest. The honesty of it is, is that I don't like you. 
Like how honest is like that is as honest as it gets. Like I wouldn't mind if one of those guys told me that. I'd be like, okay, but as long as you keep answering my questions, that's cool. You don't have to like me. Like that doesn't offend me. It doesn't hurt my feelings. I'm not out here trying to be your friend. Like I, that would be cool. But if it's like if that's not what's happening, then that's cool as well. And I think that's a big problem with sports media, like in general right now, is that there is no relationship building. They look at these guys as like like quote machines, and then get upset when they don't want to give them quotes anymore. Like they're fucking human beings too, right? They have good days and bad days, just like anybody else. And they, it's like they want it both ways too. Like they want they want these guys to be honest. But then they also want them to give them, you know, status quo too. What they want is, and this is like, it's not just media; it's fans and media alike. I, I wrote this that you know sometimes the jealousy is palpable between both entities, oh, yeah. between the fans and the media. People want athletes to talk only when they're saying something they agree with, and that's mm-hmm. garbage. Like I don't agree with ninety-five percent of the shit. That Charles Barkley says, but God damn it, that's his right to say it, and I don't want him to shut up. I just don't have to listen to it. If you don't like what someone is saying, just don't listen to it. You don't have to agree with it, but you shouldn't be like, man, he just needs to shut up and do his job and all this other stuff that people say. Like, well, he is doing his job. You make all this money. Like, what are you complaining about? Like, that's how I know that you got jealousy in your heart because making a whole bunch of money doesn't mean you have to like everything about your job. Like, don't be mad at, at him because you don't like your station in life. Like, you don't like what you do, so you expect that because he has a bunch of money, he's just supposed to be happy because that's what will make you happy. That ain't the same damn thing. You don't have to like everything about your job. You can't be like, well, Marshawn Lynch needs to talk, and then Kevin Durant says something I don't like. He needs to shut up. Right. <laughs> like, that's that basically what they did. You know, that doesn't make any sense. And you hear that from fans like all the time. Like I have people on the Facebook page saying that exact same thing. He just needs to shut up and talk and worry about getting healthy and playing more basketball. Like, what does that have to do with the human being having well, an opinion? Well, like, well, they, say they, they shouldn't have an opinion because they ain't one. Like, yeah. What does that have to do with? Like, I ask people. I've been asking people all like all since he, since they said that. What the fuck have you won? <laughs> like, why is your opinion? Any more valid than his? Like he's at the pinnacle of his career. You flipping burgers. You at the pinnacle of flipping burgers because you work at McDonald's and not Burger King. Like, come on, man. Let's like, like, let's just break this down to like the smallest that it can be. You're saying that he's not allowed to talk because he hasn't won a championship, but you're allowed to talk because you crunch numbers. And it's it's only gonna get worse. It ain't that that relationship is it's never gonna be nope. You know anything above what it already is because these guys are about to start making even more money now. Yep. There's gonna be a bigger problem. The more money they make, the bigger the problem is gonna be. I've never understood that. I've never understood counting someone else's money. I could not possibly care less what another person makes. I really don't. It's not affecting me one way or another. Like he's gonna make that money whether I like him or not. Yep. <laughs> so why and, and, and if he and if he don't even get it from from his team, he gonna get it from somewhere. Somebody so, gonna pay him some money. So what difference does it make? Like I'm not I'm not I mean 
by all means, if, if that's what you're on, if you're one of those people, by all means, I'm not going to criticize you for it. It's just one of those things that I don't understand. Like, I can't be, it's not within me to care about what another person makes. Or like, at least, I'm not, be, at least be honest about it and say that that's what it is. Yeah, I would love for people to say, yeah, he makes that money, and that shit irritates me. I respect your opinion a lot more if that's you what you're saying. You would still be wrong. <laughs> yeah, you'd be wrong as hell. But I respect your opinion. I respect the fact that you that you you actually were able to put it out there, that that was the reason and why you're saying the things that you say. But if you try to like mask it behind some like half-assed moral compass or something like that, then it becomes an issue for me. And that's when I give your ass that face where, you know, I got my lips turned up and I'm like, yeah, right. Like, whatever. You know, that whatever motherfucker look. Like, I don't want to hear that. Tell the truth. If you're jealous of them because they make more money, you just say it. Telling someone to shut up because they haven't won something or whatever or, you know, they're the tin man or, you know, or I just don't like him. And, you know, Guys, they're they're like if 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 winning championships is why you listen to somebody, then explain Charles Barkley to me, please. <laughs> like Charles has never won anything. Why do so many people listen to him? Because he speaks his damn mind. But he yeah. has the mind of an imbecile. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean that, but you get you get you get what I'm saying, though, man. Like I just don't I just don't like the the idea that between fans and media. That, that athletes should only talk when it's something that you like. I think that's I think that's a bad precedent to set. And I, I think you know, like I said, the, the jealousy within both but within both parties is, is very very obvious. To see, they are, uh, the the media is mad because they get to watch these guys live like wonderful lives, do mm-hmm. amazing things. You and, gotta you gotta hope for access. And you gotta you hope for access, and you watch them do all this stuff, and most of them didn't even go to college. Whereas you, on the other hand, they didn't finish college. You, on the other hand, have been to college for four and a half, maybe five years, and you're still making eighty thousand mm-hmm. dollars. And that pisses you off because you're watching these dudes and they're making eighty million. <laughs> <laughs> like that makes you mad. Like I understand that it makes you mad, but you should actually just say it. Just say it. It's just like it's just like uh, higher learning, you know. See, in your mind. In my mind, you running around here calling me a nigga in your head. That's basically what's going on with the media and the fans. Like you have that jealousy in your mind, in your in your heart, and uh, and you don't want to say it. And some of them have it, and they don't even know it. And those are the most dangerous ones. Yeah, because because your boy from the Sun Times, I think he definitely has it. Joe Cowley. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Cowley has a bunch of hate in his heart. He doesn't even realize it. Cowley has hate in his heart. Bernstein has hate in his heart. Oh my god! Bernstein, uh, like, and like, it's so obvious with him because he he loves to tout how intelligent he is, but his intelligence doesn't get him to where those guys are. Hmm. Like, no no amount of intelligence that you could throw out is going to get you 120 million dollars over five years. It's never going to happen. (laughs) (laughs) So. Like no matter how many people you you know you demean on the radio and how many times you call Reggie you call Reggie Rose an idiot and you call Derek stupid, it's never going to beat the fact that he could buy your fucking ass. There's nothing you can do about it. You can't do anything about it. A few times over. Uh, someone actually made a good point about uh, Bernstein. This is a bit local, you know, for people who are listening outside of us, but. 
Dan Bernstein, he's a local radio guy. He works for um, what is it, seven? What is six seventy? Six seventy to score. And um, he says something like, "We've had these issues with with Derrick Rose's brother, where he speaks out of turn. We've had these issues before. Not really recently. Uh, Reggie's been that's kind of you know stay in the back in the shadows. Like, yeah, Reggie has been really quiet. He's been quiet, but we've had these issues and." When Reggie came out and spoke his mind about certain topics, Dan Bernstein was the first person to say, well, Reggie Rhodes is stupid. All right? Now, we have a situation now where Doug McDermott is, is a rookie on the Chicago Bulls and he's not getting a lot of playing time. And Doug McDermott's father has gone to the Chicago Bulls front office and complained about his son's playing minutes. Why isn't Doug McDermott's father stupid? Oh, 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 oh you know why. Why? I don't. I don't know why, Rob. Tell me why, Rob. I don't understand. You know why he ain't stupid. I think what Rob is saying is all right because it's all white, and you know we not one. We not this racial like racial podcast. Like we're out here having fun, but you know I'm gonna call a spade a spade when I see it. This white man did the exact same thing that this black man did. The black man was called stupid. The white man was said he's smart. He's great for sticking up for his son. Something's not right about that, Dan. <laughs> Something's not right about it. Okay. We, we talked about uh, Charles Barkley. It's the last topic of the night because it's almost 11 o'clock and i got to wake up at 4.30. Last topic mm-hmm. of the night. Last to- Well, close to the last because we got one more after that, actually. Charles Barkley and Daryl Morey have been waging a war against each other. Daryl Murray said he, you know, he he lobbed a grenade at uh, Barkley about not wanting to hear Barkley spout nonsense off or whatever. And uh, Charles came back at Daryl Murray and, you know, called him a moron and, and basically started waging a one-man war that 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 became an all-out an all onslaught between the eye test um, school of thought and, and the analytics thought, the school of thought. Now... Charles's opinion is that analytics are stupid. Well, I mean, and I kind of get what he says when he tries to make his point. Charles's point is this. It doesn't take any analytics to tell me that if you got LeBron James, Chris Bosh, and Dwayne Wade, that your team is going to be good. And I agree with that. Analytics are nothing without talent. Like, you can have all the analytics and all the information to tell you, like, this is what's going to make a team good. But if you don't have the talent to actually execute it, who cares right. about the analytics? You know, they go hand in hand. Is is basically what's happening. But what I, and I agree with Charles on that end. But I don't want to live in a world where someone tells me more information is bad. <laughs> like you, you're giving me more information. This is fucking awful. Like I don't want to live in a world where that is what is being said on national television. Don't give me more information. I want, I want to be as uninformed as possible, and I've played basketball, so I know it. I know what I see. <laughs> I know what I can see. I know. I know what what I can look on the court and tell me. You know, I don't need your numbers to tell me that. <laughs> I, you fucking nerd. <laughs> <laughs> you probably ain't get no girls in high school. Yeah, that was the perfect part about it because the, the thing about it is probably true. Um, you know, we've talked about analytics on on the podcast before, and. You know, I use analytics and, you know, I also use the eye test. I I use analytics to back up what I'm seeing with my eyes. My problem is, like, the the analytics guys, okay, 
like, and this is a lot, a lot of them. NBA basketball bloggers are like the worst bloggers. Oh my earth. god, they are the absolute worst bloggers on earth. They're worse than football bloggers. Baseball, baseball, baseball started the sabermetrics movement, and they're not even as bad. <laughs> like because like you just have like a group of fucking guys like just jerking each other off, trying to one up each other with the next fucking like oh this fucking advanced stat this this that yeah. <laughs> you know like 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 uh, they'll post stuff and I'll go wait what is that <laughs> like the PPOER OTR like what. <laughs> I thought I knew all the the, uh, the damn stats. Like, what is that? Like the L A M A R O D O M. Like nigga, that's Lamar Odom. You ain't fooling me. You just spelled out Lamar Odom. <laughs> that's not a stat. That's a fucking player. That ain't a stat. Stop fooling. Stop fucking with me, man. They're just throwing out random letters. Like I know that. Uh, like I know what advanced stats are good for, and I understand it. Like okay. So, like, you get an advanced stat that tells you Kyle Korver likes a three-pointer right here, and he misses more three-pointers over here. So you want to force him to that particular spot on the floor. Like, don't, that's an advanced stat that I can use. Like, that's great. Like, I love that type of stuff. But you're not going to sit here and tell me that I need an advanced stat to tell me what, you know, what LeBron James is good at. He's fucking good at basketball. <laughs> like, that's what Le- LeBron James is good at basketball. Like, yeah, it didn't take an advanced statistician to tell me that that LeBron James like drive likes driving right and pulling up left. Michael Jordan told me that, and he's like one of the worst the, the worst fucking GMs of all time. He's the worst owner of all time. Like he, I don't think Michael Jordan is reading the fucking advanced stats on that shit. Like some things are not necessary for advanced stats. And what you have now with basketball bloggers, you just have like a bunch of dudes just throwing around numbers, and they're all trying to one up each other or find out the next advanced stat. To see who's the smartest one, and it's so funny about like the basketball bloggers in general, and especially these analytics guys, because like they're so sensitive, right? They're so sensitive about their numbers. Like they they get so mad when NBA basketball players or former basketball players tell them, "I don't need your fucking numbers. I know more than you." But they spend the majority of their day telling the people who read their stuff, "I don't need you to tell me anything. I know more than you. I watch more basketball than you do." They t- this is what they do all day. And like I tell them all the time, you fucking idiot, it's how you pay your bills. If you don't watch more basketball than me, that's your fucking fault. That's your problem. Like You have a problem if you don't watch more basketball than me and you use this to pay your bills. Like Don't throw that around like it's some sort of badge of honor. You, you, got, more, you got more time to do that shit than I do too. And you definitely have more to lose if you don't. So don't <laughs> like that doesn't mean anything to me. But they do the exact same thing to fans that basketball players do to them. And they bitch about it so much when it happens to them. Like when Charles Barkley said that stuff about um, analytics, it was like a fucking beehive had been poked with a fucking hole or, or a pitchfork or something. They all just got the goddamn panties in a bunch, and it was just like all of them just start throwing out random numbers. Like Charles Barkley just doesn't understand analytics. Of course he doesn't. He's not saying anything new. We all know Charles Barkley doesn't understand analytics, but I know one thing he does understand. He understands basketball. He understands basketball. Yeah, that's, like, good. that's good for him. Like you will never understand basketball better than Charles Barkley because you're watching a bunch of tape and you putting together numbers. It's just not gonna happen. He played the sport at the highest level. So while he doesn't understand your analytics, you'll never understand basketball on the intrinsic level that he does. So but what are we talking about? Not Please damn, explain man. to me. Please explain to me. Like why are they why are these dudes so sensitive? 
Who the, the yeah. bloggers? Your Matt Moores and your Snotty Drippins and your Haberstroes and your Hollingers. The same thing we were talking about earlier. It still it still has a lot to do with jealousy. That's what it is. They they love the sport so much. They devote so much time to watching it and breaking down and crunching these numbers because the, in in all actuality they they wish they could have been the ones playing it and not breaking down the numbers. Man, it's great. The the data is great stuff. Like I dig deep into data, like sports view and all the like advanced stuff that you can get on NBA.com. Like that stuff is great. Like I love it. But Derrick Rose is shooting forty one percent and I don't need an advanced stat to tell me a reason why. <laughs> an advanced stat is not going to make him play better. It's just not. You could tell him all you want, Derek, stop shooting three pointers. I don't need an advanced stat to tell me he's not a good three point shooter. Like it's good for reinforcing the things that I see with my eye. I don't need anything else outside of that. Like once I see it with my eye, like I'll look at the stat and be like, "Oh, okay, yeah, that, that's about right." But anything other than that, it just doesn't make any goddamn sense. It's stupid. And they keep throwing the numbers around. It's like somebody. It's like I swear, guys. Pretty soon we're gonna have dudes just like come out with a brand new uh, advanced stat because it seems like every day somebody's putting out a new stat. And I'm like, wait, when did that one? When, when did we get that one? <laughs> when did that happen? He's like, oh, that, oh, that's a new one, huh? Like offensive rebounds in the fourth quarter with three people on the guy, left-handed <laughs> rebounds and and traffic and <laughs> it, 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 it was something like it was something about shots. I forget, man. It, it was some some shot uh, sheet they came up with not too long ago, and they were talking about it on the radio. It was something about oh my god, I can't remember. But it, it was it had something to do with Pau Gasol though. How many pick and roll points you give up on the left side versus the right side? Like, I look at the stuff. I know that Pau Gasol isn't a really good pick and roll defender. I don't need an advanced staff to tell me that. Like, I really don't. Like, I'm glad that you are backing up, like my 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 opinion with with, with hard data. But I would have believed that whether or not you gave me the hard data. I, I know what I see. And sometimes some of these stats don't even mean shit. Like, plus minus is the most useless fucking advanced stat of all time. Basically. And they love throwing that shit around. Like, this guy was a, a, a 27 plus plus minus. Like, yeah, well, he was on the floor for two really big runs. And then he's been on the floor for some really, really bad stuff. And it hasn't taken it all the way down. Unnecessary numbers, numbers crunches sometimes, man. Just stuff that, that, that don't even matter. Like. I, I like true shooting percentage is cool, I guess, but I don't. I'm not factoring in free throws with 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 field goal percentage. I'm just not. I'm just not, Rob. I'm not doing it. <laughs> I'm just not. I refuse to do it. Like I don't care how many points somebody scores per 36 minutes. I don't care because there's a good, there's a very good chance that if you gave that guy 36 minutes, he wouldn't do what the 30 the per 36 says he would. Probably not. That's why he doesn't play 36 minutes. Like this, these are the things that, like, it goes both ways. Is, is basically what I'm saying. I think there's, you know, there there should be a healthy dose of eye test and a healthy dose of analytics, which is basically just statistics. But what I don't think should go on is I don't think that I don't think Charles Barkley should just like destroy analytics. But I also don't think Charles Barkley should be destroyed because he doesn't use them. You know, not at all. 
I think that you know there's room in the world for both. But man, when you you stir up the hornet's uh, nest that is analytics, uh, basketball block, I said, man, you send them all, you send all their pennies into a bunch. They asked, I mean, it's it went on for a good minute. It was like all weekend where these guys were writing one column after another and guys on podcasts <laughs> and you know all this stuff. And it's like, you know, okay, oh, they're, all, they're all upset. Yeah, they just they just so upset and. It's like, come on, man, just let it go. It's okay. You know, you know, Charles is Charles. Everybody doesn't feel that way, but you know, a lot of those guys are, are super disrespectful because they think they're smarter than everybody. And then when somebody tells them they're not, they just lose their fucking mind. Um, I'm looking at you, Matt Moore. Um, <laughs> so we talked about everything on the on the on the pod. You got anything else you want to say, man? No man, leave them stats in the damn garbage. <laughs> Slap your fucking trapper keeper out your hand. <laughs> stump, stump. Put your ass in a locker. Stump on your fucking Pokemon book bag. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking dweeb. <laughs> what was that? That long build ass hat your boy wore in the sandlot. Knock your hat off your head. <laughs> what's, up, what's, up, what's up with this long ass hat you got on, son? What is this? This ain't gonna work. <laughs> Been drawing up, drawing fucking <laughs> charts and graphs on your trapper keeper. I knocked that shit straight out your hand, man. Knock your ass into the fucking dirt, fucking nerd. Um, <laughs> um <laughs> all, all joking aside, we just joking around right now. But all right, the last podcast I talked about it. I'm moving to I'm moving to Atlanta, people. I'm moving to Atlanta. I am not going to be here to cover the Chicago Bears. Guess who's going to be here to cover the Chicago Bears? That guy right there, Robert Tate, Rob Tizzle, Zero, that guy. <laughs> He's going to be the only person who can um, actually do it. And Typically, we send two people down there to cover the Bears. So I need another person that can do it because hopefully I'll be covering the Atlanta Falcons. Um, there is a catch. You actually have to write for the website. I know people are like, oh my god, writing is so difficult, but it's really not. I don't care if you copy and paste from someone else. I really don't care. <laughs> you could BSO it, man. Do you get your BSO on, man? <laughs> what up, Rob Little? Get your BSO on, man. I really don't care if that's what you want to do. But you actually have to have your name where it says written by. It has to have your name on it underneath some columns. Uh, Plagiarism, baby. Yeah, do whatever you got to do. But if you want to cover the Chicago Bears, I mean, this is an exciting time for the Chicago Bears. They got a new coach, they got a new GM. You know, they got you know a, a, a new offensive coordinator, new defensive coordinator. You know, they got things going on right now, man. And if you want to get down there, you want to get next to John Fox and be able to shake his hand and tell him, you know, you hate him or whatever the hell you want to say. Ask him the questions that nobody else will ask him because you're tired of these cream puff ass questions that they get from these guys. If you want to ask them the real questions, you can get your ass down there and do it, man. Just let us know. You can get at me according to sources at gmail.com or you can find me on uh, Twitter. It's A2Sources. Uh, I must say, you know, the people who have uh, been following me lately, I want to thank you guys. I went from 100 followers because I didn't really use <laughs> I didn't use it at all. <laughs> I went from 100 followers last week to like 580 this week, so it's been about seven, eight days, and it's been 480 followers. You know, thank you guys for that. But if anybody or any of you guys listen, and you actually want, you're from Chicago, and you want to get down there, you you know, you want to tell Brandon Marshall, you want to ask him a question, why are you such an asshole, or 
ask Jay Cutler, like, what the fuck's your problem? Whatever. I mean, these are the things that, according to sources, that's what we want to do. We want to give people the platform to ask the questions that they want to ask and do the things that they want to do. But if you want to have that platform, you got to help me out. You got to get yourself on a website. You got to get up with me so I can make you a profile and you can start posting to the website. If they see you've posted on the website for an extended period of time, they will have no problem with accepting you as my replacement to actually go down there. So that's one of the things that, um, I wanted to get out there again because, you know, a lot of people haven't really responded to it. But, you know, I did put it out to 100 people, maybe 480 will, you know, get back at me a little bit more. Um, but other than that, man, you guys, uh, you know where to find us. It's accordingtosources at gmail.com. The Twitter is A2Sources. Facebook is accordingtosources. The website is accordingtosources.com. I have not been writing as much as I would like to. I'm going to rectify that very soon. Um but other than that, man, Rob, you got anything else? No? no? Yes, it, man. All right. Rob, this is Dre, according to sources. We'll be back very, very soon. My ass. <laughs> <laughs> and we out.